And we're live, ladies and gents, boys and girls. Welcome to another edition of Kayfabe Corner. I'm, of course, your host, JPO, Jordan Pierce Owens. I'm joined by somebody involved in the world of pro wrestling, especially here in the state of Florida. I'm joined by my main man, the very, very entertaining Tweedle Die, everybody. Tweedle, how you been? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good, man. And literally, like, how have you been? It's a, it's a weird, interesting time that we're living in right now, man. Literally, how are you physically, emotionally? How's everything going for you? You know, it's kind of weird times, you know. Um, I don't, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. I, you know, getting by, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm married, so I take care of my wife and I, I got the shoot style job and, you know, go to work and pay bills, you know, that's all I'm doing. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like life, man. As that is life, yes, indeed. Uh, so let's start off with the origins here. Even before you get in the business here, where does wrestling first start for you? Uh, are you a fan growing up? What's some of your early memories of pro wrestling? Oh my God, man! Uh, you know my earliest memories of wrestling probably about three years old, four years old, maybe. Uh, I remember going down to the Bayfront Arena and seeing Dusty Rhodes and Mike Graham and uh rick flair old the old wrestling from florida you know um that was that was probably my earliest memories of wrestling and my uh my uncle was actually in the business he was he was trained by the malinkos um in the late 80s early 90s i i would i, I would imagine i was probably about 10 12 years old um you know when he was training maybe even a little younger than that. Maybe I was like eight or eight to 10. And uh, we used to go out to the school and the old man would train every well. Old man at that time wasn't really training anybody, but he'd sit and drink coffee and have uh, Joe and Dean do all the training. And, uh, you know, my growing up, I was, uh, I would sit and watch wrestling with my uncle. We used to sit and watch Saturday night, 6.05, TBS, you know, being from the South, that's what you get, was the, is the NWA, you know, that's the, the WCW, that's, you know, that's what was prevalent in, in the area here was Florida wrestling and NWA and, you know, it's just, uh, it was uh, good times, you know, it, you had, I, I always was drawn to it by the over the top characters, you know, uh, you know, the ultimate warriors, he, he, he was such a big character. Hulk Hogan was such a big character. You know, he wasn't, it wasn't just, uh, you know, Terry Balea out there, <laughs> wrestling. you know, it was, it was the Hulkster, you know, the, the eat your vitamins, say your prayers. Macho, you know, Macho Man was another one uh, in, in that North, North East territory that, you know, um, kind of drew me to wrestling as a kid um those guys just you know they could go out there and go for an hour and still be entertaining you might have already uh said the name i don't know uh who was your number one guy who's the guy that most drew your attention and you were the most champion for see i was a i was a heel guy i always liked the bad guys man i, I was drawn to like I was drawn more to like Jake the Snake and Roddy Piper, you know, um, when it as far as like the WWF goes. But like growing up, Ric Flair was life, you know. Rick Ric Flair is a is a heel, and totally the Four Horsemen 
in their heel run was just awesome. Tully Blanchard, Arne Anderson, Barry Windham, those guys awesome. And Barry's such a cool, cool dude. Like, I, you know, I've met him at shows and he's always been so cool. He's got a freaking grip like a bear still to this day, you know. But those guys were the epitome of badass, like, when I was a kid. <laughs> so now, where does the origin of you as a wrestler begin? Uh, uh, what age are you? Uh, do, is it something you've always planned on? Did it just kind of happen? Where does you your first beginning start at? Well, I was probably about 16 when I kind of was like, you know what, I, I really, I want, I'd love to do that. You know, I'd love to um, see if I had what it takes kind of deal. And uh, so when the time came about, I was probably about 18 years old. I started searching out different schools. Um, it was, it was kind of hard to find a school to, uh, you know, to learn how to wrestle. Um, but I worked at Walmart in Pinellas Park, uh, Pinellas Park, Florida. And uh, there was, I, there was somebody that a coworker there that uh, worked with, a guy who trained wrestlers. He actually trained Molly Holly. His name is uh, Lance, the Black Knight, Lance Lassick. He was uh, he was a trainer at a school, and um, he took me on as a student when I was like eighteen. So um, I went and trained there. And this was two thousand one. I went and trained there for a couple months, and. Uh, things happened I, didn't, I ended up not finishing my training there and um you know a couple years passed and then I went and found a group of guys out in Plant City that um had a ring literally a ring set up underneath a barn in their backyard and it was like a full-on you know it's like a high spots ring or whatever but uh it was a pretty decent shape and he said that they ran shows in Mulberry Civic Center and uh, around the, the area there. And I was like, all right, well, sign me up. They're like, well, come show us what you got and what you know. And so I started kind of getting back into it and training. And I went and bumped around and rolled around with them. And I uh, had my first match probably 2000, 2004, yeah. maybe 2000, maybe 2006. Seven, maybe 2007 is, uh, is probably the right time frame. Is there anyone else you kind of credit throughout the years that has also really helped you along the way? Oh man, the, the guys in Florida that have that have been helpful, you know, uh, rest in peace, Navy SEAL, um, you know, Mark's out, tremendous help. There, you know, Frank Reyes. Guys like Pretty Fly, Todd. Uh, Todd was awesome. He, he had a, you know, he had he used to run FPWA in Pinellas Park area, and and he he knew you know so many different guys. Um, like Jude McKenzie is another name I can credit to to helping me you know grow as a character. Um, Frankie Chiazzo, Eddie Torres. The guys that have been staples in Florida wrestling since 2000, you know, like early 2000s, 
those guys have been killing it, you know, um, like Damian Angel. Oh my gosh, there's so many. There's just so many names of guys that that have helped me along the way. Um, help me get better, David Mercury. You know, uh, David Mercury is he's he's got such a mind for the business, and he's such a great technical wrestler. You know, as so many people don't realize how good he actually is. And uh, I think you're seeing that now that, you know, he's, he's like a, a trainer over at the, the Jay Lethal School. You know, you're seeing the quality of the students that are coming out of these, these schools here in, in Florida. And they're a lot better than they used to be. Um, you know, Sin Bodhi really, really, really took me under his wing in about 2010. And, and, uh, he, he provided so much knowledge. I could, I could only soak up so much. I was trying to be like a, a literal sponge and just take every kind of bit and piece that the, all these guys would throw at me and use what I could use that was relevant to me. Uh, you know, Bruce Santee is another name. You know, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce is not much really of a mentor so much, but you get your ass beat by him once and you you learn. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things you either learn, learn and get better or get out, you know? So is uh, I felt like I learned from an ass whooping and, and uh, I got, I felt that I got better over the years. So. Let's talk about you. Of course, I called you Tootle earlier, but I know you're going by a couple of different names. We see the jacket behind you. Tell me about a couple of different names people might know you by. Oh my God, man! My my first wrestling character uh, or gimmick was uh, Rick Riot. I still get called Rick Riot to this day by certain people. Uh, Tweedledie, and then one of one of the local favorites, man, is it's got to be Hard Body Rick Roberts, the sexiest man in professional wrestling. I got, talk some, I got some merch over there. Some merch, oh, there you some go. merch over there. So. So, so talk to me about the inspirations of those. Let's let's start with uh well first let's I guess let's start with Rick Ryan. That's that's new to me. Uh where where does that name come from? Where where do you where oh do you stumble that upon? Man, Rick Riot came about just, let's start a riot. The the freaking song, let's start a riot. Come on, you know, that was it was terrible. It was like the that was the early pre, you know, like knowing anything like that was like your first step foot into the ring you know like you don't know what's going on you just kind of okay here's my name that was terrible <laughs> so um fast forward like a year and a year and a half and uh hard body rick roberts was developed in in a church <laughs> at a church wrestling show <laughs> it was uh it was just kind of a thought between myself and uh i, I think like june mckenzie was there and uh, uh mark mandrake another name that's helped me along my my way in wrestling and uh, his wife ferrari we all kind of had giggles when i said you know what i should do is i should draw my abs on and I'll be hard body Rick Roberts. And they're like, yeah, 
it's great. <laughs> I had these big glasses, like the stunner shades, and I started out where I would draw just like a six pack, and then it kind of eventually grew where I draw the a six pack or an eight pack, and I draw the cuts for the the other side abs, and then I draw like a bicep cut. <laughs> Big feather boas. It was great. And uh, Tweedledie, man. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at those pictures. Oh, man. <laughs> the, the, one, the one in the top corner that was, that was blown up with my stomach even larger. <laughs> Oh, so where did, where did Sweetle come into the picture then? Where, where does that inspiration come from? So, so 2010, uh, I was at a ACW sh uh, show at, in Bourbon Street up in Newport Ritchie, and Sin Bodie was working the show, and uh, he saw me, and he, he fucking giggled. Like, he just giggled like a schoolgirl. I had the abs on, and he... Uh, he comes, he's like, Hey, you need to come upstairs and, and sit, sit with us in the, the upstairs locker room. And, and I got to talk to you. So he starts talking to me and we kind of just exchange phone numbers and have a little chit chat. And then uh, a couple weeks later, he's like, Hey, I've got this idea. I got this gimmick that I want to give to you. Um, it's kind of like a, a cross between uncle Fester, a birthday clown and Tweedledee and Tweedledum from Alice in Wonderland. I'm like, sure, let, you know, let's do it. And um, we started doing not just wrestling shows, but stage shows at these little shithole bars, like in, in Tampa. Like, like, you know, they're all kind of like neat little bars, like Crowbar and stuff like that. But like some of them just these little dive bars, you know, and we were doing stage shows for tip money, you know. <laughs> and uh, that kind of just crossed over into wrestling and I kind of made it my own, you know, like developed it, I guess, as the time went by and changed it and adapted it to um, kind of my own thought process. What were some of your favorite matches you've had, man? Who did you really click with? Uh, you know, I've had, I've had, a, I've had the pleasure of working with some really awesome guys in the ring. Um, one of my favorite guys to wrestle is, is Titan seven foot tall, 350 pounds. He's, you know, big dude. He's one of my favorite guys to ever, to ever get in the ring with, um, big Vito, Vito LaGrasso. He's another one of my favorite guys to, to be in the ring with because he was fun. He made, he made it fun. You know, uh, Cuban, uh, Cuban assassin, Dave Sierra. I mean, he, he's another guy that a wealth of knowledge in, in the business, you know, and he's, he would, he, he makes you crack up while you're trying to like hold a straight face and, and all that, you know, um, one of my favorite uh, referees to be in the ring with is Dave Linton. Uh, he's another guy that's just just always always making it fun. Um, wrestling is not just you know the two guys competing. It's it's 
it takes that third man or in a tag team match, that fifth guy to, you know, make the match. And your, your idea is to get the whole match over and get the show over. It's not just about getting your own work and your own work rate and your own moves and doing everything that you want to do. It's, it's about getting the other person over as well as the match. So, you know, it takes those, it takes that three, three way, three person, you know, dynamic to, to have a good match. Uh, what were some of your favorite promotions and locker rooms to, look, to work for? Uh, you know, I had a long standing relationship in Florida underground re- or wrestling uh, run by um, Howard Word. You know, he, he ran a great locker room. It was so fun uh, to be part of that group. Uh, I, I had a pr- the privilege of wrestling in front of 10,000 people at um, one of the shows outside the forum one year, and that was awesome. Um, and I had a very long relationship with New Heights Wrestling up in the Panhandle. I still, you know, I still, those guys up there, they're not all real good, but they're, they're all, they all want to be, to be better. You know what I mean? So like those, those locker rooms up there are just so, so fun to be a part of. You don't have a lot of, you know, like shitty, in, in wrestling, there's there's so many shitty people because they just want to trample you or or um, they're looking to better their spot. You know, I, I I was never really that way. Like, I don't care. You know, like, I just I want to have fun. And when it stops being fun, uh, it, you know, it's time to get out. And uh, unfortunately, I had to get out recently because of some physical limitations. But um it, it never stopped being fun, you know. It was it was fun for a long time. Uh, New Heights Wrestling really treated me really well. Um, they always took good care of me. Uh, they paid me well and uh, always put me in a good, showed me in a good light, you know, and utilized my my abilities and talents and stuff. You kind of addressed already, of course, what we got to talk about um, is the retirement, man. Have we seen the end of Tweedle and Rick? Did it come to an end for you here? I mean, you know, I'm one of those guys that's like never say never, but like I stepped away and I haven't, I haven't wrestled a match since December of 2019. Um and it was the, – the last match I had was a dog collar match, and it was like a, you know, loser leaves town type deal. And it was – it was, you know, it was fun. And I was in a lot of pain afterwards. And um, I've had some real bad nagging injuries. Uh, lower back, my knees are given out on me. And I've got, I believe, a fractured – like a fractured foot. Uh, so, uh, unfortunately I'm not able to get really taken care of health wise right now because my insurance is crap, <laughs> but, uh, once, you know, uh, like I said, you never say never, man. Uh, I'd love to, you know, step back in the ring and, and mix it up with some people and, 
you kind of just have to wait and see maybe, you know, down the line when I start feeling better, maybe. <laughs> I mean, definitely here's, here's the hope in here. Uh, you mentioned, uh, is there anyone on the hit list? Is there anyone left that you never got the chance to work with that you're like, Oh, I would have had something good with him. You know, I, there's a lot of guys and there's a lot of guys coming up too, that I'd love to, to, to mix it up with. And I see these guys, you know, um, like locally, I try to stay kind of current and I see like guys like Tony Donati and Fabu Andre. These guys are incredible. Well, you know, they're, they're, they're just, they, they're just so fresh in the business and they're still learning and they're still getting better. Every time I see them, they're, they're getting better and, and they're doing something new and, and, you know, Fabu, I love his gimmick. I, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's a throwback, you know what I mean? To the characters of the eighties the and, and the early nineties and stuff. And that's what I really enjoy was those characters. Uh, Francisco Chiazzo, I would love to step in the ring with Francisco Chiazzo. I, you know, I think that we could have a really solid match. Um, he's a veteran, you know, he's, he's had, he's got, probably 20 years in the business, if not more, you know, uh, there, there's so many guys out there. I can't even name them all. I mean, Aaron Nova, I'd love to step in the ring with Aaron Nova again. We had, uh, we had one brief tag match that didn't really go as planned, you know, nothing, nothing ever goes, goes, nothing ever go always goes the way it should, you know, I wanted to, you know, there was so many things that we, we could have done and, and so much, so much more. And it was just crap. <laughs> uh, uh, if somebody came to you and they, they were new in the business, what kind of advice do you give to someone that's just starting out? Stay the course. Stay the course. You always want to keep your nose to the grind, keep working, keep pushing. Um. I have a, a weird saying that I, I always like kind of, li- it's a motto, I guess I kind of try to live by be better to, today than you were yesterday. Always try to improve. If you're not doing something to better your life, better yourself, better your situation every day, then, you know, what are you really doing? You know, you're just drowning, you know? So like, I'm always trying to, I'm always trying to, push myself to that next, that next level and that next step, trying to get better, trying to, trying to better my situation, trying to, I try to have a great, you know, a good outlook on life. You know, um, I, I don't want to be one of those glass half empty kind of guys. I want to be the glass half full, you know, so I try to, you know what, tomorrow will be better. The day after that, that'll be better than yesterday. That'll be better tomorrow. And just keep, keep pushing, you know, Absolutely. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? You personally, what you got going on? You know, um, I, 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 my shoot job is a, uh, is right now as a cook, I was a restaurant manager for a little while. Um, unfortunately that didn't really work out where I was at. Um, but, uh, I, you know, in five years, I'd love to see myself back in a position of restaurant management or even a general manager, um, you know, 
somewhere down the line, I'd love to own my own restaurant. I love cooking. I love food. You know, obviously, right? A 500 pound guy likes food. What a what a shocker. <laughs> um, it's just it's a passion of mine. You know, uh, I love the. You know, I have a couple of different passions. One is wrestling. One is food. You know, um, it's just something I enjoy. Uh, would you have chicken strips on the menu? Absolutely. Uh, how many per serving? You know, I see so many people that have like four or five. I think I'd be like a, a, a six kind of guy. I'm coming to your place. I'm coming to your place. I like it. Good answer. Good answer. I've always just been curious, you know, what is the logic where some people do three? I'm like, I get three. Come on. You need no more than three. Anywho, anywho. Seen any good movies lately? You know, uh, I don't really, um, you know, I hate to say it, but I I don't really watch a lot of movies or a lot of TV. Uh, We don't even have cable, so it's like I kind of just, we stream. uh, We stream on, you know, Netflix or whatever. Uh, Yeah, I don't don't really watch a whole lot of movies. I'm still, like, I just caught up on the last season of Gotham, so... That was uh that was kind of that was like my go-to series to watch when I had time. I really uh we watch I like I like to watch a lot of like uh food food TV like uh Hell's Kitchen's fun to watch. Anything with Gordon Ramsay, he cracks me up. Just make call me an idiot sandwich chef. <laughs> You're an idiot sandwich. <laughs> uh any any other any other plugs is there anywhere anyone can reach you or any other kind of parting words you got for us here? I mean, I still got plenty of Tweedledie merch. <laughs> Sell it. Where can we get it? Uh, you know, you can reach me on uh, Facebook, man. I, I've got a Tweedledie fan page. I've got a Hard Body Rick Roberts fan page. I actually just started making um, lamps out of, like, upcycled liquor bottles. So, like, I've got some cool bottles. Let's see if I can uh, – let's see. Oh, what we got going on here? This bad boy. It's a gun. It's like a machine gun type deal. It's a liquor bottle. I'm going to try and make it into a lamp. So, yeah, like I'm doing that. I got a page set up for Rick's Liquor Lamps on Facebook. So uh, hit me up if you got a request. I got Jack Daniels bottles, Crown Royal bottles. I've got all kinds of you know, neat looking bottles like that, that gun bottle there I just showed that thing's a pretty hefty piece, <laughs> pretty heavy. Uh, what, what size shirts do you go up to for sweet or die? I've got, I had up to XL, all my XLs are sold out. You know, uh, I had a special order of mine, obviously it's six XL. I know. I was going to say, how dare you? You don't got a big guy size for me. You get your big guy. You don't have any big guy sizes. <laughs> Oh man, I had one. <laughs> I actually got a three X for my wife too at one point. <laughs> like some big so she can sleep in them. Uh, you didn't think of me when you bought them. I see. I see how it is. I see how it is. <laughs> I I see that you're losing. So maybe you know a couple years down the road, you know a year down the road, you'd be in the next up. Uh yeah, you probably yeah. Give me a solid uh yeah. Maybe a little bit longer. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> hey, I, I feel you, man. I'm actually I'm actually down thirty five pounds in about a month and a half. 
Nice, man. Absolutely good. I hope, hope I can uh, I can say the same here in about a month and a half. That'd be very cool. Very good. I, I, you know, I switched. Let me see. I've got water. I got my Diet Mountain Dew. My Diet Mountain Dew. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. And these. They can be if you want. Oh, what you rocking there? Okay. This is dry pineapple chips, my man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very good, very good. I got my uh, water in my Thor cup right here. <laughs> also, not Thor, good. not a sponsor. He could be, though. Chris, if you want to, just uh, hit me up. Chris <laughs> yeah, uh, reach out. We'll, uh, we'll see about getting the Avengers sponsorship. Yeah, I mean, supposedly he might play Hulk Hogan one day. So, you know, Chris, Chris needs to be on the show. <laughs> that, I, I mean, I heard it was in the words, man. The Hulk Hogan biopic. I'll see it, brother. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, dude. <laughs> All right, Tweedle. Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes, the humble son of a plumber. My baby, my baby, my baby Cody. He's out there killing it right now. Killing it. That dog collar match. That dog collar match, baby. I'm so proud. So proud. <laughs> What's the dog's name? Oh, this is my baby girl. It's my baby girl. It's my baby girl. Her name's Stormy. Stormy. Yeah, and then I got my big dog over here. His name's Boo. He just he's a grumpy ass. He don't usually he don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, this is this is an adorable shot as ever ended on. Uh, <laughs> any any last parting words? That's the thumbnail right there. That should be yes. Oh, that's the thumbnail right there. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, for Rick Riot, <laughs> Rick Roberts, and Tweedledie, this is Jamie on Jordan for Zones. Hopefully, you enjoyed this one. I think he did. I know I did. Uh, this is the Kayfabe Corner, and as always, keep it Kayfabe, dogs and humans alike.